Welcome to the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. I'm Catherine Mora, founder and CEO of Change Empire Books. We help coaches, speakers, and entrepreneurs write and publish quality books and get them out into the world. We believe that thought leaders are made through a combination of quality of service, planning, and authenticity. Do you want to impact lives and leave a legacy? Stick around until the end of the show and we'll reveal how you could be our next guest on the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. Let's get started. Your host, Starlet Henderson here with this episode's thought leader, Vivek Betty from VivekBetty.com. Vivek, you're a speaker, you're an author, you're an entrepreneur, all things big and small business I saw on your website, and we're really grateful for you to be here today. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks, Starlet, for having me. I'm excited to be on. Yeah, no problem. So, um, you know, I kind of put in my own words what you are in the big labels, but tell us what you do, um, what your company does. And uh, a couple milestones that got you there. Yeah, sure. Um, a quick history about me. Uh, started as an engineer, actually, right? So I thought engineering was going to be my passion. Mm-hmm. Quickly le- uh, realized, Starlet, I don't like engineering. <laughs> my passion is <laughs> really in digital, disrupting digital, obsessing about customers. Spent about 13 year at gold, uh, years at Goldman Sachs, leading the digital team there. So building out mobile web and all of that sure. great stuff for our customers. Then I realized I don't want to work at big companies. So I founded <laughs> my own startup, um, I eventually jo- uh, which eventually got acquired overseas. And then I said, I love startups. Um, so I joined a very mission-driven startup called LearnVest out of here, uh, here out of New York that was really geared at fixing America's wallet, right? Yeah. Um, really getting people's finances in order. About three months in Starlet, they were acquired by Northwestern Mutual. So I couldn't escape the big companies. <laughs> um, so I ran digital for Northwestern Mutual for four years. And, you know, it's been really interesting being at the startup side of things as well as the big companies company side of things. Right. And now where I spend my time is a lot of advising. I'm advising startups, big companies on how to think through digital and transforming it, as well as coaching others on how to, you know, really think about their customer and think about digital. And as you said, I do quite a bit of speaking, uh, just mm-hmm. published my new book and I sit on a few board seats. Um, so a lot of exciting entrepreneurial stuff. All that digital work and you still haven't figured out how to clone yourself, I bet. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, something I had a question on, uh, you know, where did you get that feeling? Like, it just sounds to me like you um, didn't struggle much from like, oh, I don't like this. Let me try this. Or I don't like that. Let me try this. Whereas a lot of entrepreneurs or people moving from corporate to entrepreneur, they stay stuck for a super long time. So was that part of your journey or have you kind of found a hack that? Yeah, good question. I mean, if I look back to all my big company buddies, they're still at big companies. And if I look at all my startup buddies, they stay in the startup side, right? What I realized is, and maybe it was just me, right, Starlet? But I had this itch to see the other perspective, right? Um, And even at Goldman, 13 years, every two years, I was doing a different role. So the way I was wired and the hack that I found is when you really become good at something, right? Mm -hmm. Obsess about how to level yourself up, right? And that could be thinking about something from a different angle, right? Uh, You know, as I said, my buddies have stayed on both sides. I realized that there's a, I have an appreciation from looking from the other perspective. Mm -hmm. So that really 
really helped me in really putting myself in that different lens and mindset. Um, you know, one of the other things I'm really passionate about is being an amazing storyteller, as you can probably tell with my energy, but I obsess about telling great stories about customers, about products. And I think, you know, sometimes we get stagnant, right? If we're in the right. same role, same company, same industry, same team. So I really urge anyone that is, you know, um, in my network or anyone that I, any of the clients that I work with, flip it up, disrupt yourself, right? right? Not yeah. only disrupt the digital technologies you're building, disrupt yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that perspective, that change of perspective is invaluable. You know, it's um, solves a, a whole host of ales, I think. <laughs> Just yeah, looking at yeah. it from a different. It introduces a few new ones, but right, it also yeah, says... <laughs> absolutely. But then you get practice, right? Moving around yeah. and changing the perspective, and so then you're not so stuck, um, yeah. as, as a lot of our peers are. So, um, thank you for that, um, Vivek. You mentioned your book, so let's talk about books. I know you have one all about you, right, and being yeah. a product product manager. Um, you with a capital Y, meaning all of us. So you can tell us more about that, and then we'd love another book recommendation too of some book that's changed your life. Yeah. I mean, listen, one thing I learned, I'll tell you through going through the digital journey, which we talked about, um, it's hard, (laughs) right, Starlet? And, you know, there's already dynamics of getting people to uh, get on board on your message, negotiating with stakeholders and all that drama that we have to deal with to penetrate and get things done, right? But then I realized there's a lot of things that no one ever teaches you in other books or in education around product and digital. Mm -hmm. That's really negotiating skills, working with empathy, Sometimes data could lie to you. All of these soft skills where I've miserably failed, Starlet, Mm -hmm. through my career. And I realized like no one teaches you that. And I failed at it. And I don't want others to fail at it because that's important to be successful. So the book is really putting you in the center instead of going out and building something else, which most of us do in the digital space or even in the non-digital space, right? You're building a project or a PowerPoint or a initiative. Mm-hmm. It's putting you as the product. So it forces you to think about yourself and what are the skills and skill sets that you would do to kind of make level up your personal brand, right? And I share a lot of stories on, you know, times I failed and what I learned from it. I put you to work. You go through interesting exercises where you're forced to pick left and right and there's no right answer. And then you analyze why you pick left and you also analyze why you didn't pick right, right? right. So it really makes you kind of think from that perspective. Um, so check it out. You, the product it's on Amazon. Um, as far as another book to your second question, resonate, um, has been one of my favorites. It's not actually a new book. It's been, uh, it's been, it's about 10, 15 years old, but what I love about it is it's really about telling stories, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, we're so focused on PowerPoints and bullets and presentations. Fun story. I was at a board meeting recently, right? And it was just a long presentations nonstop. Mm. My one hour segment, I made everybody stand and I made everybody like, uh, (laughs) yeah, I made everyone stand and I didn't even have any power. I had visuals, but then I started drawing up ideas of what things could look like. I started engaging and having stories told, right? And that's why I love this book resonate because it really helped me. It changed my career. It forced me to start thinking about how do I deliver my message and communicate? And it's not always about bullets and PowerPoints. It's really sometimes more about visuals, empathy, and storytelling. And storytelling. Yeah. Um, I did do a, a, a pass by on your website. I know those two, there was two webinars, right? One about product manager, all the lessons from someone who's failed. Yep. And then um, the other one, uh, it, it came and went, um, but it, it was about communication, maybe. Um, so you take those lessons and you put them, um, you know, you've into your talks. Um, yeah. 
So your, your thought leading, I mean, we, that's obvious, but let me ask you, what does being a thought leader mean to you? Good question. I mean, I think, you know, there's various types of thought leaders out there. For me, it means being authentic. You know, um, when yeah. I look at my thought leaders and my mentors, right? Um, yeah, of course, they're very, very, um, you know, uh, savvy in a specific skill set or subject matter experts. Of course, we all know that, right? right. But I think what separates me uh, in my mind, what are like an exceptional thought leader is one who's real, authentic, and raw, right? And mm-hmm. share, and that's that's why I do build in a lot of failures in my talks or in my books or in my writing. That's why when I'm coaching, I force people to do exercises that get them out of their comfort zone, right? Because right. I also think, you know, to be a great thought leader, you also need to guide and you re- to, need to really inspire and get folks onto, you know, the next level of where they want to go. And in order to do that, sometimes you have to be, sometimes you have to be put in difficult situations. Sometimes you have to expose your difficult situations, you know? And I think a lot of that is what I gravitate towards when I think of thought leaders that I look up to personally. Right. The ones that make you do the hard part and that, you know, make it feel like you've actually had to make a change or change yeah. direction. Yeah. And I'd add to it, uh, Starlet, is like create a movement, (laughs) you know, like (laughs) uh, you look at your political leaders like Obama and Clinton and, you know, folks that are great storytellers, but they also create a movement. Right. And I think a thought leader's job is, of course, talk about the subject expertise, of course, try to, um, you know, get people behind you and up their skills. But the Mm -hmm. third perspective is like, let's move, let's create, let's get going, let's get this car driving on the highway. Right. Um, And those are the things that I really think of. Sure. Yeah. I think that makes, uh, makes sense coming from you as far as leading, take people from A to B that movement piece, you know, and and make waves and make some change. That other um, webinar I was thinking about was storytelling. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That came to me after a second. Um, So tell us a story about uh, someone you've made an impact on and how it feels when you're hearing that feedback that, Hey, this is working for me. Yeah. I mean, listen, I think there's many examples, especially just after I do some talks uh, or give a webinar, right? I have a lot of people come back to me and say, wow, that was enlightening. I didn't think of myself. I'm always forced as a leader or a digital person. I'm always focused on the product and building it. It was really difficult for me to put myself in. I'm the product, right? And how do I change? Um, A story I'll share is, you know, um, uh, one of my really good, oh, you know, this is the best story I'll share. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So many. (laughs) Someone joined my team um, and she was the assistant, the office assistant for the organization, for the startup that I used to work at, right? And I led there. And, you know, I found that there's all these interesting skills about her, right? She would walk the floor and she would, you know, if someone said, Hey, uh, can you buy me some staples? She's like, that's not what I do. I do these things. You have to do that yourself. And here's how you do it. Right. When there was a <laughs> difficult situation, she would make sure that two groups are negotiating if it's a conference room. Right. right. Um, when there was pushback or telling customers that, you know, people on the floor that we can't do something, we can do something. She just had this art. Right. Starlet. She had this art and she knew nothing about digital, nothing about technology, nothing about products. I immediately hired on her, her onto my team. Right. Because what I realized is, and she's like, wait, what are you doing? I'm not a (laughs) manager. I'm an office assistant. And I'm like, no, you don't realize this. You have all those skills. Right. Learning the product part and the digital part's easy. (laughs) You have these innate inherent skills that a lot of people can never have. Right. As much as they try. 
I'm proud to say now she leads product at a big fintech company in New York, right? And, you know, for me, that was, and, you know, we still keep in touch so much when we talk about, you know, how the journey and how she came to do that. But, you know, for me, that was an amazing story of someone where I was able to peel the onion and see some characteristics that were just, you know, that needed to be, you know, watered as a flower to grow. And that's one of my proudest moments, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's nice. It sounds like she had some people skills, those soft skills that you were talking about um, that are hard to find. And relationship skills, right? Which are sometimes difficult. Uh, When you're in a tug of war, when you're in the room and five people want you to go left, right, up, down, and they're looking at you to make the decision, that's an (laughs) intimidating concept. (laughs) Right. Yeah. That's one of those times where you just want to dig a hole and you can't. (laughs) And it doesn't sound like she did. So that's a, that's awesome. And uh, you know, how hard was that to let her go? Right. I mean, I I think that's a tough thing for leaders to help grow people and then let them go. So that's, I'm really glad you asked me that question because we're going back to leaders and thought leaders. Um, You know, you cannot be selfish, right? In the end of the day, we are leaders. We're not managers. We're not bosses. Our job Mm -hmm. is to lead, guide, and like let them fly, right? I think in the end of the day, I feel anyone who's left my team to go on to something bigger and better, I'm proud of it. (laughs) Right. My son plays very competitive soccer at 12 and he's had five different coaches and all his coaches. And I learned this from them is they said they've learned all they can from me. They're ready to flourish and fly to the next level. Right. And that's the way I think of this relating youth soccer to my career, I guess, um, is the fact that, you know, when they're ready to fly, you have Mm -hmm. to let them fly. Right. And I, uh, you have to embrace that. So you're a little product management parent. I'm a little product management dad. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's sweet. Um, anything that we didn't touch on that, you know, might be next for you that you want to let our not audience know about? Yeah. I mean, first off, thanks for having me, but you know, what I'm working on now, I'm um, going to let your audience know is, uh, storytelling, coaching, advising, whether you're a small company, medium company, big company, or whether you're just someone looking to get into the digital space. I mean, the world is changing. 96% right. of our time, uh, we are obsessed with our phones, <laughs> right? We're always either picking up our phones, talking on our phones, looking at our phones, right? So the world is coming and gravitating that way. Uh, if you need any guidance or advice, or even just want to vent, <laughs> right? right? I'm here um, to kind of help you kind of guide through what the new revolution will look like as we move forward in the next five to 10 years. Got it. Thought leading in action. Very nice. So you're a good, good listener, good speaker and a good listener. That's a great combination. Thank you. So thanks for your time. Again, the website is Vivek Betty, V-I-V-E-K-B-E-D-I.com. And we are super grateful to have you here and for you to take your time and share your thoughts today. Thank you so much for having me. Catherine Mora here. Thank you so much for listening to the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. If you are a successful coach, speaker, or entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit changeempire.com slash podcast slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, please share this episode on social media. Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Thought Leaders to Watch. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings and reviews 
go a long way to help promote the show and they mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, changeempire.com or follow me on LinkedIn as Catherine Moore. We're on Facebook and Instagram as Change Empire Book Coaching. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time. Thank you.